<laughs> hey, what's going on there, ass licks? Dr. Drill making motivation podcast on this uh, chilly wells, 36 degree Wednesday evening. Driving down Broad Street, Lansdale. Proceeding along my egress route. A little exfiltration from Healthy Balance Chiropractic. I got some things in my mind. I got a lot to say. Hopefully I can spit it out and not delete this podcast by the time I pull into my driveway. I'll tell you what, the deleted episodes, if I could somehow save those, just send them to a like a recycling bin and then access them later, there'd probably be some good stuff there. It's just that, I don't know, maybe I'm not feeling it. Maybe the flow is not where I want it to be. Maybe I'm not meeting my expectations. Or maybe I just don't feel like I have something uh, exciting enough, in my view, to talk about. I want to have some punch. I want to have some pizzazz, flash, something that's worth listening to. Um... Let's see. What do I got? Let's get to it here. So today is the 21st. Yeah. Wednesday. We had a fucking rain squall come through today. It was, like I said, it's 36 degrees. Tomorrow will be 70, supposedly. Sunshiny. And then Friday it's going to get cold. Hot and cold, hot and cold. Oh, my God. Fucking weather. We're going to complain about that bellyache about things we can't control. You know, I'm a big fan of that. Um, Not doing that, you know, not complaining about shit we have no control over. I don't like complaining altogether. I don't like it. You know, I spoke to, uh, I had a little exchange with my mother last night and I love my mom. Preface this statement with that, this uh, conversation with that statement, I love my mother. She's a good person. She did a lot of, uh, made a lot of important plays in my life. Start, she gave birth to me. That'll be this Sunday. I'll be 48 years old. So almost 50 years old, uh, almost 50 years ago, 48 years ago, this Sunday, my mother gave birth to me somewhere in Jersey. I think it was, oh, it was Hackettstown, New Jersey. Whatever hospital is there, Hackettstown, with two T's. It's kind of like mid-north, northwestern Jersey, where there's some terrain, some hills, some, you know. A couple years ago, I went to a wedding out there, out to the old site. Remember, I was rambling on about uh, Action Park. Went to a wedding out there at the old Action Park. It's now a resort. I was talking relentlessly about the, um, what was it called, Um, Class Action Park. (laughs) That's a great documentary, man. You should watch it. But anyway, Hackettstown, New Jersey, we passed through that en route to Action Park. Um, It was a a orange creamsicle sky sun that day, that that sunrise. I had been born, old Aaron Sebastian Oberst's came into this world, so I'm happy to be here. If you believe the statistics about why well, I have a 1 in 400 trillion chance of actually being alive today and living in this country, United States of America, just very improbable. Think about that, the probability 
that you're alive in this day and age and the things we complain about, man, we are so fortunate to have them. You know, down the road, somebody's living in squalor or somebody's terribly ill or, you know, has all these things against them, <clears throat> all these disadvantages. Another, another uh, earthquake in Turkey, Syria border, you know, just imagine, imagine that the conditions that people live in this world and the comparative disadvantages that they have. Look at all that we have. It's nuts. So anyway, talk to my mother, just a little WhatsApp message, and she sends me some lab reports. And you can tell that she, she's a little bit of a hypochondriac. Like, I always think that there's something. She's getting old, and she's like, you know, it doesn't feel good a lot of the time. So what is that a function of? So I look at all these lab, this lab work, and really it was largely good. I mean, there was a lot of different tests in there, and and they all seemed to be within normal limits. A couple things that said she could consult her family doc. But uh, I liked what I saw, and I, I'm glad to see that, you know, Everything kind of checked out. Figure I'm going to hit every red light on the way home. <clears throat> and so, uh, you know, I at the end when I said, okay, look, everything kind of checks out, give her a good thorough report. It took me almost an hour to do that. Um, she complained about like how terrible life is and how hard it is in the winters. And I look, it's hell getting fucking old. I've seen that many, many a times. It's hard to see my family, my pa my own parents dealing with that, you know, but it's a reality for all of us. It's fucking painful. It's hard. You can't fucking see as well. Your joints ache. You're slow. Your fucking muscle turns into fat. You can't get it fucking Peter erect. Whatever it is, it's, it's, it's rough. But I said what I've said, that quote that I shared a while back, you know, we all stand around, put our problems in the center. We will be asking for our motherfucking problems back. Like put things in perspective, man. Jesus Christ. Say that to her. Say that to anybody. I feel that way myself. Hell am I complaining about? Catch yourself, hover above yourself, above your psyche and say, you know what? Oh my God, fucking terrible things going on out there. There's people that have real fucking problems and I'm complaining about some stupid fucking shit. Some very small things. <clears throat> right? So don't do that, man. Don't give you don't if you catch yourself complaining about shit, that's fine. Just like step outside yourself. Try to like acknowledge, okay, this is how, how I'm feeling, but it's gonna be a fucking right, man. It's gonna be okay. Other people got it far worse. And you'll feel good. You fill yourself up with gratitude. It's the only way. Because legitimately we do have challenges that affect us every day, that that take us off our game, that make us feel sad. And um, life is too short. 
to be like this, to, to live like this, to be miserable, to be always, you know, finding something to be unhappy about, some in some place to cast blame. Another thing people do, they love, they can't help because of their unhappiness. They're going to let, they're going to find somebody to point the finger at. It's just kind of what we do. You know, because it couldn't be our problem. It's somebody, it's somebody's doing something to us or behaving in a way that makes us upset. That's that's what it's gotta be. And that's that's a cop out. Um so that's been on my mind. I see a lot of that out there. I see a lot of blame gamers. But it bothers me because they need to, they'll feel better if they just said, you know what? This is fucking the world that I live in. It's chaotic sometimes. It's often beautiful. There's some wonderful things happening, some wonderful people, there's some fucking terrible things, and some shit birds out there. That's just the way it fucking is, man. Okay? Um,. Let's talk about this now. I've mentioned this before. I'm a doctor. All right. Real fucking doctor. Doctor of chiropractic. I don't know everything. But I know a lot, man. You know, I teach anatomy. I fucking know about things. Okay. I know about the human body, how it works. I know about disease processes. I know I probably have some decent recommendations for you if you have any questions at all. And I can't help but notice that people are pretty fucking stupid about things. People, uh, one thing that bothers me about things in general and, and and healthcare in specific is that people are very like, hey, let me talk about this. Um, somebody, we talking about um, with a person, I was talking with a person that was, um, is an IT professional, like a, on a managerial level. And we're talking about like, oh, yeah, it's my birthday. Okay, does that make you? Uh, I said, does that make you this horoscope? It's like, oh, yeah, I'm an Aquarius, but uh, or I'm a Pisces, but I'm really like kind of like borderline Aquarius. And I'm going to say I'm Aquarius because uh, Aquariuses are planners, and Pisces are kind of like willy nilly. That's 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 a term, by the way, my mom would use. Like you're a dreamer, Aaron. You're always a space cadet, and like all drifting off somewhere where you should be focusing on things. Maybe it's true. I don't know. With 100 percent certainty, but from what I've read, astrology is a bunch of bullshit. No bearing on anything. Just some stupid shit. That's been passed down, reading of the stars and coming up with, you know, seeing if it matches. What's my horoscope? Oh, my horoscope says this. Oh, perfectly. I'm a lover. Yeah, I am. You know, you're kind. Oh, yeah, I'm a kind. I'm off. I'm often, uh, I can often be, um, like to quiet moments by myself. Yeah, that's me. But I'm also outgoing. Shit like that. I mean, it's like fortune teller, soothsayer shit. You know, no basis in reality. Human beings 
And we also talked about like Lucky Charms. You know, people used to have Lucky Rabbit's feet. Remember when I was a kid, everybody had a Lucky Rabbit's foot. Literally cut off a rabbit's foot and they dyed it like a an iridescent color. You remember that? This is my Lucky Rabbit's foot. And what kind of terrible thing is that? You're walking around with a piece, like a taxidermied um, rodent's foot that had been dyed like a fluorescent color. How crazy is that? I just That just hit me. Oh, remember my lucky rabbit's foot. <clears throat> or people like I do the same thing. I'll say, well, oh, yeah. Like this person said, oh, yeah, um, I think that red-tailed hawks are my, are my totem or, um, or my lucky, my animal, my spirit animal. I often say that, red-tailed hawks are my spirit animal. How nutty is that? That I feel this way, that I've said the same thing. Human beings, you know, or somebody said, I read... Somebody said, well, yeah, me and my, me and my, uh, my husband, you know, we have this thing whenever we see 11-11 on the clock. That 11-11, you and me, that's what we do. That's, that's, that's our chance. What are the likelihood that we both see 11-11 and think of one another? I've read a little bit on this. This is a common superstition that people will, will have some sort of like whatever, some, something that they regard as fortunate for them, makes them feel lucky, makes them feel safe, whatever it is, some sort of custom or habit or tradition that we, that we do, that that's how we do it. That's why we, that's why we do what we do. Everybody's got a lucky rabbit's foot. This fucking mauled animal that you cut the foot off and you wear it on a keychain. That's ridiculous. That is so dumb and so cruel. The fuck is that? Lucky rabbit's foot. Um, as I'm having this conversation with somebody who I respect very much, very intelligent human being, but there's, and I, I was asking about chat GPT which you can set up a free account. This is this AI instrument, okay, that um, you can use to search like, like a search engine. But supposedly, it, it will research, it will, it will access like these huge scientific databases to help answer your question. And it will do it in a way that basically... It's like a super search engine. Does all this work for us. Say, you know, chat GPT, write a story about, you know, a post-apocalyptic story that involves Porky the Pig and Daffy Duck. And it'll do that. Or, you know, you can ask something about something factual. You know, what is the, I don't know. What is the best way to start a home-based business? Whatever the fuck it is. Um, 
it'll, it'll spit out answers. And I was talking to this person about like, hey, you know, this is somebody who really knows this, about this shit, lit, like works in this world of computers. Um, I wonder what they think about this AI bot, you know, this search thing. What would they want to search? What do they think about it? And just a moment earlier, we were talking about spirit animals and and horoscopes. That interesting. The human mind. We really. I mentioned this before. It is no wonder why we have concocted so many different types of belief systems over the years, just to try to make sense of this crazy friggin' world. Why is it raining today? Why is it cold? And then hot, you know, what is, where's the thunder? Oh, uh, God must be moving his furniture. Step on a crack, break your mama's back, you know, like uh, rub your rosary beads, um, bow to the east or whatever to worship my God. Um Shit like that. Isn't it amazing some of the things that we come up with? It's fascinating and it's confounding in a way, I feel, because I would like something. I would think it would be cool if there was a computer where you just type in a question. Like, like you're looking for a real answer. Like, like you're looking for like almost a godlike answer. Not a simple answer though, but you know, the right answer. What is the best protocol? If I want to lose weight, what's the best type of exercise I should do? Or, you know, how many hours of sleep should I get at night? You know, or, you know, If I want to be a billionaire, how should I go about that? Or you know, answers to the big questions of life. Some of the things that, that man really like bounces back and forth. Like what is the best type of government? Some of the controversial answers. Is there a God? You know, I asked chat GPT if ghosts exist and basically, you know, with an extensive answer, very professional and scientific sounding said it's kind of bunk. There's no evidence, really, substantial evidence of paranormal activity. Um, yet we want to believe that, don't we, on some level, like that there are things that we can't account for. We want to believe that dead is not dead, you know, that there's a spirit world and there's, um, we can pray to God or we can, you know, someday we'll be reunited with our, our deceased family members or ancestors or forefathers or whatever. I feel like we, we want to believe these things. And there's really no basis in truth or fact that we should. But we still do. That's in- interesting. <clears throat> what else?
Oh. <sighs> when it comes to healthcare, it's the same fucking way. <clears throat> People will fucking believe anything, man. They will do anything. They will rub on whatever essential oil. Um, they will... Um, take the advice of this professional. Like I had somebody, you know, I care very deeply for, you know, say, oh, family doctor or, you know, diagnose somebody with a, a family member with scoliosis. Well, scoliosis, it says, like, a, you know, like maybe a few degrees. A scoliosis is not a few degrees. A scoliosis is classified as a curvature, which is equal to or greater than 20 degrees. A curvature in your spine. It doesn't have to be a lateral curvature. You know, that kind of twists you up like in an S shape. But it's it's got to be you know, there's there's all kinds of different scoliosis. Most of the time, it's it's um, idiopathic scoliosis. It means we're not entirely sure why these things manifest. That's the most common type of scoliosis. They're rotational, so even though it looks like you're bent in an S curve, the phenomenon is really there means there's a kind of a twisting of the spine, and it. The way it shakes out is that it looks like in two dimensions that it's a it's a side curve or whatever. Really, the spine, the vertebrae are twisting along a certain course. Maybe it's about nerves or powering muscles more on one side than the other. Maybe it's a developmental something or other. But in most cases, there's no the shape of the vertebrae, shape of the bones, the spine is fine. The individual components of the spine are fine, but there's rotation happening. Right? But a scoliosis is diagnosed when there's 20 degrees of curvature. Up to that, they call that a spinal curvature. So if somebody, if a, a you know anybody, a child, usually it's a it's a female, adolescent female, all right, and they present with a uh, uh, with a curvature in their spine that you identify via some physical exam or whatever. First of all, you don't call something a scoliosis if you haven't taken x-rays. If you're concerned about a curvature in somebody's spine, you know, you find it on an exam, you're going to want to take a look at it, if they're, especially if they're an adolescent female, because we're developing. We're not skeletally mature yet. Concrete has not set your bones. You're still growing. So then you monitor it. You know, you definitely, if there's any concern or any pain or anything like that, and a gym teacher or a doctor, whoever, suggests you might have a scoliosis, I would get it measured. You're going to do that by taking an x-ray, and the radiologist will, will determine exactly what the curvature is. And if it's greater than 20 degrees, that's called a scoliosis. 
it's not, then it's not a scoliosis. It's spinal curvature. <clears throat> you know, is it an argument, a semantic argument? Is it uh, six and one, half a dozen, the other kind of? Because, uh, uh, you know, a slight curvature could turn into a big curvature. But if we're going to put a label on it, if we're going to say there's a twist in somebody's a curvature or a bend in somebody's spine that shouldn't be there, well, let's really make sure. Let's measure twice and cut once. Yes, yes. Don't send somebody out of the office making them feel, as a medical professional, making them feel as though, you know, uh, there's something wrong with them or something, you know. We don't need any more diagnoses than we already have out there. I think we can agree. Um, and people just don't know what the fuck they're talking about. You know, I got to deal with the uh, the quack doctor chiropractor shit assumptions all the time about, you know, somebody came in earlier in the week. It's like, oh, yeah, you know, my talk to my friend. I said, I'm going to go see my chiropractor. He said, why would you go see a chiropractor about a knee? And he said, well, I don't trust a lot of people, but I trust him. I'm so happy that you trust me. I'm not happy that you don't trust medical professionals because they, um, or doctors in general, the guy said, you know, I don't like doctors. I don't trust them. Okay. Or maybe they don't, people don't like being under a microscope. But here's the deal. Back to the, like, validity, chat GTP versus horoscopes in the newspaper. We need some sort of standard, some expert source on a topic. That's why, like, if you, you know, if you had... There's a, let's see. <clears throat> I mean, we all have experts in our lives, right? I have a friend, my buddy, Paul, Palf, Robert Palfrey. Every once in a while, somebody clogs my toilet in the office. I fucking go off the deep end. I call him. He bails me out every time. He does it for a living. Now, he might not teach plumbing, but he knows what needs to be done. He gets it done. You know, I have friends in construction. I have friends who are doctors. I have friends who are lawyers. I would consult them. You know, they don't have to be like a fucking, uh, you know, work at a, at a Ivy League law firm or law school teaching it um, in order to be an expert. In fact, I'd often rather have somebody in practice. But, you know, I like things that you can touch and measure quantify mathematically like within a given within a degree of certainty this is the answer to your question i have a friend who's a fucking electrician you know i'll ask that motherfucker any questions that i have in that field you know i just asked my neighbor who does you know furniture he makes tables and stools and all kinds of stuff he's very talented i ask him I asked him how to, I, look, I'm a woodworker, but I don't do finished carpentry. I said, well, how, how would you go about this? I mean, you have to rely upon experts. You can't just navigate using fucking horoscopes, you know, and, and um, urban legend and um, 
unverified sources. It's a terrible way to go through life. You know, I think that this is, there's a real lesson here. Like if you wanted to be, let's say you wanted to be the best chef. You want to be like a fucking five-star chef. You better go to a five-star restaurant or a really good restaurant in your area. If you want to be an apprentice or be inspired or, you know, consult somebody who really knows what the hell they're doing. Now you want to go to the best. Am I right? You need to find the best. You need to find, or not even, I mean, it doesn't need to be the best. Just somebody who's an authority on something, on something that's common. You know, I just talked to a guy. He's a great guy. I take care of his back. He takes care of my truck. This guy, he knows what the fuck he's talking about. He's, you know, troubled in a lot of ways. Guy was in jail. You know, seems to be hung up on that. Like that was, you know, he's had some trouble in his life. We all have. But that motherfucker, he can fix my truck. He can explain to me things about mechanics that I never knew. You know, he's the guy that I want to send my, my truck to, that I trust. You know, he's not, you know, he's not working at, he's not a professor at Lincoln Technical College, you know, for fixing, you know, or, or some sort of esteemed, you know, engineer. He's just somebody who, who has knowledge and experience enough to help me with my, whatever I'm dealing with. And I mean, we all have authorities in our life. You know, try to be an authority in something. That's great. You know, I, I feel like if somebody had a question about healthcare or the human body exercise, maybe they would consult me chainsaw carving. I have an opinion on these things, you know, the Marine Corps service to your country. Those are the things that, um, that I understand. And so when I speak about them, I'm not going to say I speak authoritatively or definitively, but I have a very strong opinion that's based on experience and it frustrates me and it, and it entertains me. It never surprises me that people are often driven, content, um, to just go off of what their gut tells them about something. And they're often misled by whatever trend or whatever's in the news or whatever they're reading or what someone told them. But none of these things are really based on empirical findings. Like they're not tangible. If people behave as though, they can just make shit up and create their own, you know, nonfiction through fiction. Um, you know, I read a, let me see if I can dig this quote out real quick. This was a good one. Let's see. Okay, this is good. This is from by Sam Harris. During the pandemic, we witnessed the birth of a new religion of contrarianism, 
and conspiracy thinking, the first sacrament of which is to do your own research. Do your own research. The problem is that very few people are qualified to do this research, and the result is a society driven by strongly held, unfounded opinions on everything from vaccine safety to the war in Ukraine. One more time. During the pandemic, we witnessed the birth of a new religion of contrarianism and conspiracy thinking, the first sacrament of which is to do your own research. The problem is that very few people are qualified to do this research, and the result is a society driven by strongly held, unfounded opinions on everything from vaccine safety to the war in Ukraine. People don't know what they're talking about, but they have a very strong opinion, and they feel like that is as good as fact and data and mathematics and that they're the reality that there are experts out there in whatever field and we all know them and would consult them you know i got an electrician i got a construction guy i got a bunch of teachers you know i got friggin' doctors and lawyers and butchers bakers and fucking candlestick makers i got a chef that i know you know if i had a question i'd ask them i wouldn't just come up with some bullshit out of a horoscope and some wives tales it's ridiculous it's troubling that it's in the year 2023 and people behave like this and i said at the beginning of this podcast that i um I wasn't going to complain or that it annoyed me that people complain about stupid shit when, you know, first world problems, right? Or that, uh, I'm not, I'm not complaining about anything. I'm just pointing some stuff out, not to bellyache. It's just an observation. I'm fascinated by this sort of stuff, uh, as evidenced by these things keep coming out. These sort of topics keep rising to the top. And it's been a long day and I'm tired, but I'm also inspired. I've been making some good progress on my book. All right, I've been adding and editing and doing all kinds of thinking. It's brought about to life a lot of uh, feelings I've had and experiences I've had. And um, it's kind of like a rediscovery, telling the story. Rediscovery of myself and the Dr. Drill experience, the making of this crazy motherfucker. And... As I open the garage door, I see that my family is not home, or at least two-thirds of my family, and it's trash night, and tomorrow is Thursday. My wife is going to, uh, she's going on a class trip, senior class trip with her, and she's going to be assisting the, um, special education crew. Everybody goes down there and tries to have a good time and celebrate and uh, better her than me, my friends. That's all I can say. It's fucking last place I want to be is Disney World. Talked about that before. All right, listen, love and respect to everybody. Let's finish this fucking week strong. Kick ass and take names. 70 degrees tomorrow. We're going to cut all the sleeves off of our T-shirts. And let our freaking deltoids and muscular 
musculature shine, get a little little vitamin D while we're at it, okay? Seriously, get out there and get a little sunshine, smell the roses that will be blooming in very short order. Love and respect. Huh.